I wish we, I wish I had recorded that moment. <laughs> what Adi looked like the first time she watched this show. Like this Noah thing. legit gave me like CBD tea in the attempt to, for it to calm me down. And I did not, I did not get calm. I went on like literally like a 10 minute rant, even after the episode was over. <laughs> Sorry. I'm still going about that. It's such a good show. It's such a good show. All aboard, my bold and beautiful wanderers. Welcome to Your Odyssey Awaits. It's a podcast about a single 27 year old woman who likes to give useful advice about how to create your own travel plans, but staying reasonably within your budget the ends of outs and traveling, as well as telling the tales of my highs and my lows about my past experiences. I'm your host, Adi Izigwe, and I welcome y'all to this journey. I'm just going to text you. Yeah, go ahead. There we go. I'm not sure they're out of the bathroom yet. Uh I see the dots. I have so many questions just from that one sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right now... Uh, it's back down to two roommates since one of them just moved out of here to Branson because of my three original roommates. Uh, one's a nurse, one's a speech pathologist. They're still here. The one that left is a performer. Uh, they're a dancer in the Dolly Parton Stampede show. Okay. That's right. Awesome. Right. <laughs> So she was just with us for like a month until she could find like a decently priced apartment in Branson once she got a couple of paychecks. And so she she just left. So we'll probably get someone else later in the next week or two. This is all Airbnb that helped you find this or like an Airbnb slash like furnished finder. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's like it is listed under Airbnb, but I found it through the site Furnished Finder, which is geared more towards like traveling professionals. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And like of my options, it saved me the most money. So I do not mind. I, I, I'm all for it. That, that would, yeah, that makes your situation stretch out a whole long way. Yes. And it, mm-hmm. So far okay. it's been, a, it's, it's been a good experience here. And like good. my place is like, two minutes tops worst case from work oh great like had i known this ahead of time i honestly could have brought my bike with me and just like you know bike to work because it's good weather up there for it it's not like houston stupid hot not as stupid but it can still be stupid like my first week it just like rained consistently and not as hot and humid but it still gets hot and humid up here Okay. Okay. Is it like a different sort of humid? I feel like Houston humid is special. Is On a scale than- of zero to Houston, I will give this like, you know, like a six, seven. Okay. I'll go with no. it. Uh, right now it's a six, but when I'm hearing from other people, it could like encroach like a seven, possibly an eight. I'm feeling like a strong seven, really. Okay. Okay. I just so far, not too bad. Not too bad at the moment. It's July just happened. So we'll see. Yes, it'll get better. August, August in that area is beautiful. It's gorgeous. I mean, you're you're from mm, Jasper. Mm. What? Yeah, oh my yeah. god! I'm gonna get your, your city name right. Oh, there's Jasper, Texas. You're not wrong. Uh, Tyler. 
I bet. But you're from a place that has four seasons, right? Compared to Houston, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, then you're going to love the August that's coming to you. I feel like August, September in the Midwest is about as beautiful as a time of the year as you can get. It's just Dude, amazing. September, I'm already going to be back in Houston, so there's no point. Well, not even. I'm going to be like gone for most of my month off anyway, so I'll barely be in my own damn house. You're going to be all and stuff, right? Ah, so I plan on like driving... Okay, so after my last shift, since they just gave my last schedule, I'm going to first drive up to St. Louis, which is like three hours north of Springfield, because one, I just want to see St. Louis like once, and two, one of my favorite Yeah, just once. Just get out of the way. Mm -hmm. And two, one of my favorite bands is performing. So you know what? COVID fucked me over with one of my international bands coming for concert. So I got to redeem myself somehow a year later after that uh, rise against. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then afterwards I'm going to drive back down towards Houston. So I'll spend two nights in Arkansas because I want to go to their hot Springs national park. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. And then afterwards go to Houston, be there for a few days. Then afterwards uh, I'm, I'm leaning now fish. I'm 80. 5% 5% leaning towards Morocco for a week. <gasps> that will be awesome. Right. My God. I just told my mother yesterday. I don't know why I still have like the fee- the obligation to tell my parents, mainly my mother, what I'm doing before I book anything. I don't know. Know these things. So in case they don't. I mean, this is the dark thought in me happening, but you it's know, like, no, it's more like I, I know I'm a grown adult woman with like my own responsibilities, accountability and disposable income, but I but feel like I still have to pass it along. Like I don't, I don't need the permission, but I feel like I kind of have to at least just alert just, them. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. Before oh, I can do anything else. Exactly. I don't know. It was like that, that Nigerian Catholic guilt, you know, the, the classic. <laughs> it's an awful combination, isn't it? Oh, God. <laughs> it's like well, when I say, like, once I say it, it's fine. It's like, I, I'm sorry, mom. I prepared you for this since like I was 24. You know what I'm going to do, but still. Like, and I'm just giving you the courtesy of telling you that. Exactly. You're lucky yeah. I'm telling you this. In case you don't hear from me for like five months, you can send a search team out for me. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I do my research, like how are the COVID rates and how's the travel advisory for the countries I want to go to? Because my original plan was Jordan, but right now, no. Uh, There's stuff going on in that area. Yeah, that, yeah, yes. That'll get a little bit more political that we won't go into. So Mm -hmm. Jordan is iffy and I'm very upset because I really want to visit Petra in the Dead Sea. So later in life, but Morocco has been long awaited. So. Now may be a good time. If you go, you need to let me know because Carlo, my friend who lives in LA, his mother lives in Marrakesh. I've never met this lady. You might oh. be the first or out of, and I've known this dude for like almost 20 years. Nice. But let me, she lives there and she's, su- I, from what I've heard, she's super sweet. So like. Because I'm going with a tour group, but I do have the option to stay a few days in like my ending stop, which is Marrakesh. So that's good to know. Nice. Yeah. She's lived there a long time. So 
American and Marrakesh. Hmm. Let me know. If so, I'll, I'll, there you go. All right. At some point, we're going to have to get on with this episode. Yeah, right. But I want to put it out there. So my aunt was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> last thing I hear, I was like, oh my God, I want to go to Tulum for my birthday. I was like, oh, I just All got right. my pack. So just- here is how I'm envisioning this episode. Um, we're going to first, it's part one and a part two. Uh, oh. All right. Let me just start things off. Let me just. Uh, go, go. I'm not going to Tulum this year, girl. I wish I could, but. Oh my God. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right. Uh, welcome to another episode of Your Odyssey Waits. This is season three. Hopefully, I don't know. Uh, I have no idea when I'm going to release this. To date right now, it is like the first week of July and I'm in Missouri. I know I've said this before, but I am in the, I'm still in Missouri. Uh, but you know what is going to you know keep me sane during my time in the Midwest I am bringing back a special guest from way back when, when I first started this shit off. You want to introduce yourself, my sister? It's Nola. How are you I brought I brought Nola back. I don't live in Alaska. I just went to Alaska, but I'm back. <laughs> so one, I had to bring Nola back because come on, I, I had to. We just we just vibe well, so it just had to happen. And two, um, Nola and I did something in May. Um, I'm bringing it up into two parts. Um, part one, the original plan, i.e., what could have been Tulum, and then part two is what we actually fucking did. Um, I feel like. You know what? I'll give Nola the courtesy to explain what part one was supposed to be and what led to part two. Okay, so here's my story. This was my fault. It was supposed to be Tulum. We ended again. Up- part one is like what we planned on, and then it ends with like what went wrong. Here's what the thing that happened was. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Here. Well, first of all, my story is my passport <laughs> expired. And I knew that. I knew that. That was fine. I was Her U.S. My, passport, by the way. My U.S. passport. Yes. It expired in 2020. But I was like, you know what? Hey, I was, I am a Nigerian citizen as well. So I'm going to use my Nigerian passport from 2015 to get us to Tulum and back. And we started planning it. We, girl, I even reserved the all-inclusive hotel. And then the day before we left, right after I saw that United wanted a picture of my passport. Literally 20, <laughs> less than 24 hours from our flight. And not just that, I myself was working the day before. Like I'm still at my old staff job at MD Anderson. And Ooh. I get a text from Nola because like just seeing is there anything else you need to finalize? Anything else you need to pack? Was- anything you aware of? What do we do? What do you say, Nola? It started off with like maybe three or four calls in a row. And finally, we're like, girl, I'm at work. I'm like, I need to talk to you right now. Oh, my God. My, my night. I am my- passing meds at this time. It's like eight, nine o'clock in the morning. I'm just now, I'm just like waking up. I felt so bad. But honestly, like, I was, how, who does that? Who only has a passport that is good for five years? Nigeria, FYI. 
Okay. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. When less than 24 hours to spare from our trip, Nola then opens her passport, see that it, it has expired. And for anyone who has a Nigerian passport, and this is also just good for me too, but Lord knows next time I'll go to Nigeria. You have five years for that sucker to expire. Yeah, five. I feel so awful. And literally, I would not have known if you The day I- before our flight. Take a picture of my passport and upload it. I to- just like was like 70% done packing. <laughs> so, Bro. Oh, I've heard many things in my life, but that's on the top of the list. Girl, sorry about that. <laughs> you see, from that point, uh, depending on the state of your friendship with somebody, like how close, how deep is that friendship? And also how you are as a person. There are many avenues you could have taken when your friend drops that bomb on you. Thankfully, it's like, thankfully it's like a short trip, like Tulum, not something like far international, like Asia or Australia. That would have been Personally, awful. girl, I would have left you. I That's would have left you. Fully legit. I was like, this girl's going to go to Tulum without me. And I'm at peace with that because I And you know it. what? That was the first thought. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a saint here. I thought <laughs> I can handle being by myself. It's not the problem. But the issue is I don't travel a lot with people. It has to be people that I I know I will vibe with and will definitely enjoy at least 80% of my time. And Nola is one of those few people that is like graced in that category. So I, I, I have to go with her. We had to, we had to have gone to a vacation with each other. It had to have happened in our time of knowing each other. <laughs> so it was like I could have left her, but it's like it won't be as fun. And also, this trip was important to us because this bitch, she Nola, got her boards, her nurse practitioner boards, out of the way. I just graduated with my master's in informatics. We are both accomplished, educated Black women. And, and it was our birthday. It week. was our birthday, and I had just come off of like a six month spell of five shifts a week working yeah. COVID. I needed like a big brain fart. Yeah. So I say, I, I say here that the COVID fogginess work is what caused me to not properly look at my passports. And that's your story that we're going to stick with. <laughs> you do it. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. We are over this. Nola. So, you know what, next part, um, once you decide to not abandon your friend and you are going to reroute your plans, thankfully, we, thankfully you were able to get the refund for the hotel and we were able to get like point, like, like a refund, whatever for our flight. So that helped a lot. Ah, so the next venture is what the fuck are we going to do now? Where are we going to go in 24 hours in the United States in May when the world is still like opening up? So at this point, you know, point to, you know, so Tulum, we landed on because it seemed to be the only international destination that didn't require like a two week quarantine period. Right. Got there. And we got back. And so we're trying to think, how about in America? What can we do? So at this point, keep in mind, Audie is still at work. I'm like, I'm panicking. Also passing my meds. 
still also charting on my patients because again, I'm trying to be a good nurse. I'm also asking around with my coworkers in my pod that day. I was like, hey, um, so what what funny thing would happen was with my friend. Um, do you have any recommendations of where the heck we can go? Like I I, I didn't know what really to do at this point. I don't really like on the split, I don't really think that hard on traveling to a US city. Sometimes it just takes me a while to pinpoint where I want to go. Uh, but then one of my coworkers, uh, she just threw in Vegas out of nowhere. I was like, you know what? I I don't mind Vegas. Like, I went once before, uh, but I really didn't do much during that time. And also it was like a weird time in my life because I was during that, sh- uh, that awful uh uh, event that happened a few years ago. Not gonna go in detail. Let's not depress people. So I want to go back in a better time with um the Mandalay event. The Mandalay event. How how? Oh yeah, we went three days after that. That's right, you did tell me. Oh yeah. wow. And also yeah. like one friend with like her group of people and like I was with the couple. So I was like essentially third wheeling it. So it was kind of awkward during that time. Not as much alcohol intake as I would have appreciated. So I wanted a Vegas redo and Nola, you just made the most sense of being one of the people in my life that I had to take with me. So Vegas happened. We went to Vegas. <laughs> we had a birthday week in Vegas. Y'all, we planned this in like not even 12 hours. <laughs> not even. Like by the time I left shift, we already had our flights booked. We got the hotel. We got at least half of what we wanted to do listed. So we were golden. <laughs> it was a start. It was a start. Essentially, I just got paid to give meds, give chemo and blood chart on some patients, turn them, change them, and plan a last-minute trip. What a time time to be a nurse. What a time to be me. (laughs) I will never forgive myself for fucking that up. Don't bleep that. Keep all the the bad words in here, okay? Oh, I I rate all my shows explicit. I've been very upfront since day one that curse words are going to fly. And again, I am not a saint. I definitely will not be a born again Christian. I will say that. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm sorry, mother. This again, she's going to be like, your Nigerian friend is really a bad influence on you. Is that what my mom will say about you? Yeah, that's what she's going to say about me. You know what? Um, <laughs> she likes you. She does like you. She just is nice. She just likes it that I finally have a Nigerian friend that can get on my level of American whitewashness, to say the least. Right. Lord knows I have a lost cause, as I keep <laughs> trying to remind them. <laughs> so yeah, that was the quick. That was a quick part one. Uh, uh, so lessons from that, real quick. Number one, please check the expiration date of your passports. All of them. All of your passports. Please do. Now, and follow up on that. Uh, please check that at least a month before your intended trip. Yeah. Not the night before. That, that'd be cool. Please. And thank you. 
Thanks, United, because I would have been stuck in Tulum with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, nice. check the refund policy of your flights and hotels, yeah. even beforehand. That would be a good idea. We lucked out with United, and I will thank COVID for this one. Same with the hotel, honestly, too. Oh, good. Awesome. Thank so, COVID-related. COVID really helped us out with that part. Mm-hmm. One of the few things we'll give it good credit for. Mm. I know. Yeah. But on to part two. <laughs> the real meat and potatoes of this episode. Oh my goodness, Vegas. So, so can I tell them? Can I tell them the craziness of Vegas? At least a start here. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Um, so what we did not know is that we were getting to Vegas on the weekend that basically Vegas was reopening. Um, not fully this- reopening though. Not fully, but the CDC had just put out that mandate saying that if you were fully vaccinated, you could go out without your mask on. Um, And so when we got there to Vegas, granted the airports, everybody was wearing a face mask. But by the time we got to the hotel, I'm going to say like half the people were wearing face masks. Not not even half, man. Not even half. I'm going to say like a third. And that's being generous. (laughs) And I refuse to believe that all those people not wearing face masks were fully vaccinated. I'm sorry. Heck no. Heck no. Well, like half the country now has been fully vaccinated, maybe. And this is July 6th. So that was the weekend before Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah. So even though me and Nola, no, responsible professionals here who have been fully vaccinated um we took our masks out whenever we could because you know this delta variant is like it's causing a mess like right uh, like right now again it's like july 6th as a recording like dude i was floated to the just reconverted covid unit another covid unit in my hospital because i want it was supposed to be cardiac but by the time I got there, oh, we have another COVID unit because at that time we had 120 patients admitted for COVID oh and at least 25 more of like 100 people, to my knowledge, who were down in the ER admitted for COVID. Damn. Yeah. When I started a job in like beginning of June, we only had the one unit. It's been over a month now. I think we have two to three. No, we have three. So I'm for one set of the COVID loop. I feel like I used to be an expert at this, but you know, right before we went on that trip was um, when Texas officially demobilized crisis nurses. So I was demobilized. And when I left my hospital, there was maybe one ICU patient with COVID and two in the med surge unit. I don't know how many were in the ER, but it looked like things were getting better. Right. Um, Yeah three in a hospital that maybe holds 60, 70 patients and patient. Right. Um, and here we are, I'm hearing you saying 120. Yep. That's what they had told me. That's, that's bonkers. Yeah. Wow. Oh, fun fact. Uh, the first time I was in the COVID unit in the hospital, uh, so there were like two rooms that are semi-privates, but they were two married couples who were in semi-private rooms together. 
with COVID? Yes. They both had COVID yeah. when they were admitted. Uh, I mean, it was true. it was nice that they were, like, kept together. But it also kind of sucked because, like, like there was, like, one couple, like, kind of fed off each other in terms of, like, neediness. Mm-hmm. So, like, if, like, one person wanted something, then the other person, like, feed off that and would just be worse about it. Well, the other couple was like they didn't need they didn't need much from me, so they were cool. I don't know. I was like yin and yang with that. That's hella sweet, you know. Like I, the hospitals I've worked in, one person per room, so, and they're not even semi-private rooms, right? So we'd have couples, and you know, one couple, one person wouldn't know what's going on with the next. Like one patient might be ventilated and not know that his wife is down the way who just got admitted like two days ago and is about to be ventilated herself you know it's it's just it's stuff like that so i think that's actually a small blessing honestly because in that case i agree but overall this hospital still has semi-private rooms all over that's that's a little old school though too but one that's old school and two again (laughs) we're in a pandemic and there have been like multiple cases where like one of the people would have covid Oh, in a semi-private room? There you go. There you go. You're picking it up. You're picking it up and putting it down. Oh. And there's like, compare. <laughs> That's what you're right. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, think about that. Uh, you have a semi-privates. That's again, when there's two patients in one room, because you know, money. Uh, and they are not. They are just now going back as to date uh, the one visitor policy. They're having visit. They're allowing visitors to go into COVID rooms, or they weren't allowing the, visitors in the COVID rooms. No, they weren't. Just the general regular rooms, multiple visitors. Like there was like no restrictions when I started here. So like multiple people can come in, which means like there's multiple possibilities of someone who has got COVID to go in the room. And in fact, their loved one and their neighbor and the staff. I have no words. And we're not doing temperature checks with the staff too when we enter. Yeah. You know what? Let's just turn back. Let's go back to Vegas. Let's go back to Vegas. I Let's just so go much. back to Vegas. It's like just live in I, denial. Oh my. I have six more weeks. I have seven more weeks. It's fine. Okay. The PPE is okay. For you? It's fine. It's it, we're good. We're good at least. We have enough. Okay. I feel like I'm more cautious than others, but then again, it was just me dealing with COVID in the oncology hospital, so we were more strict than others. But still, anyways, Vegas. Let's bring back the mood. I think we shamed some people enough, or not enough. That's to no. your discretion. Any non-healthcare professionals out there, that is not the way to run a hospital, just so y'all know, with COVID, just in my personal opinion. But it's not. Vegas. <laughs> Vegas. Oh. So what do we do our first day and night there, Nola? Okay, so <laughs> we had to learn about our styles of traveling together, right? So Audie is definitely a planner. And yeah. I always been a kind of like a fly by the seat sort of girl, right? Like if I'm going on a trip, I'm like, there's one thing I need to do. And that's all I'm really planning on. And anything that happens on the way to that one thing. And after that one thing is like, awesome. But what, you know was what? Your, what was your one thing, by the way? In Vegas? Yeah. Gamble. 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. You didn't lose as much money as I expected. You didn't go down there as often. So overall, I'm proud of you. I made Adi like I was like, girl, you cannot let me spend more than two hundred fifty dollars a night, and I didn't even spend two fifty gambling the entire four or five days we were there. So right. Adi, Save me some serious cash money that way. <laughs> I'm so I was so proud of you, man. <laughs> and I think the other thing was to see a, a Cirque du Soleil show, but which going back to Vegas not being fully open because again that was like the number one thing I've been looking forward to in being in Vegas, and twice I <gasps> missed the opportunity. Aww. The first time I was like I was like didn't have as much money to really splurge. So I had to sacrifice Cirque du Soleil. And then when we went, there, no shows were open. No Cirque shows. They all were opening the weekend after. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's fine. I'm going to Vegas again end of September for TravCon. So I will redeem myself with Cirque du Soleil. I swear to Goosh. If they're still doing Zumanity out there, I tell you, that was the Cirque show I saw over there. My God. I think it's the water one that they're still having over there. Ooh. Yeah. Because that one's been going on for a while. All of them will be great. Any Cirque show is amazing. I think. Yeah. So whoever's going to Vegas by the time recording, um, be grateful that things are opening up unless, you know, we shut down. You know what? We're not thinking about that. Not every show or performer was available by the time that we were there. So our options were unfortunately limited. So we had to get creative or be more open-minded with our options. So night one, we were like, okay, what are we going to do? We're going to get kind of dressed up. And then we went to Gordon Ramsay's steak. And this story, Adi, because this girl's been like on a trip ever since. Girl. when I go back to Vegas, I'm going to be, I, I found a roommate just to save money and we're going to be staying at the Paris because that's where the convention is at. And I swear to God, I will go back. So where are I'm getting my foie gras. I'm getting it. <laughs> I will get multiples this time. So well, Gordon Ramsay, oh, you know, like the, the, the blonde Brit that, you know, screams and traumatizes adults, but is wonderful and adorable with children. You know, Gordon Ramsay, of course, he has multiple establishments in Vegas. We have Ramsay Burger, which we could not get to because the line was long as heck. And then there's Gordon, there's the Ramsay Steak. That's like the more upscale restaurant that he has that's what we did our first night and we got the appetizer it was like a foie gras on top of like like a mm, remember something like a french toast and then like raspberry compote on the side that was ridiculous of everything that was of everything we ate not just there but overall that was by far, it was an appetizer too, by the way. It was the top tier pinnacle of deliciousness that we had. And we foolishly shared one. <laughs> <laughs> it was not enough. 
it was not enough. I was a little scared. I was like, I don't know if I can. I know. It was like, I never had foie gras before. It's like, oh, this is like a little bit too bougie for my comfort level. But it was, girl, it was, it was so good. It yeah. was, it was mesmerizing. Like the, the main attraction was the beef Wellington because that's like Gordon's signature dish, which was good. Um, but bro, I did risotto because, you know, he's always talking about that on Hell's Kitchen. But, but that, that risotto did look, that, that risotto was good. Yes. But nothing topped the, the foie gras. It did not. <laughs> nothing. Gordon. Like, can we get like, a foie gras food truck? Can we just, can I just get that going? We were like, we're going to steal that concept and try and do Like, if we could get like a fancy food truck or like, what is what else? a limo, a food limo and like River Oaks or like the Woodlands or any rich part of the Houston area and get that going. Sure. Can someone get that and give us like some more 10% royalties at least? Here's the thing. That food was so rich. I mean, we were dressed up. We went out. We we're like, we're going to eat it. We got back. We we're like, let's just. Ooh, we're just gonna we're gonna rest it off for a second this is where our age really showed <laughs> it really showed that first night <laughs> we take it out after that we got home we got back to the hotel like 10 p.m and <laughs> we just laid there and then we fell asleep and then later it was like we woke up at midnight it was like oh crap it's midnight then we go back to sleep and then we wake up again at 2 a.m. <laughs> but to this day, I'm so happy I recorded this. Like I recorded this Insta story when you went out, like you changed, you went out to get us drinks, like those giant like daiquiri drinks. Yeah. I, I got post this somewhere on my Instagram because like so I just laugh at it every time I watch it. <laughs> it's like it's like two in the morning two two thirty nola had just come back with two of those giant daiquiris hand in hand i'm just waking up is like nola why you bought it's vegas why not it was two in the morning they sold them why not and you were expecting me to chug it at that point yes girl it's vegas (laughs) <laughs> Which I did finish later when we woke up around seven, once it melted, and I had time to, you know, just, like, take sips. And these were, like, I don't know, probably these containers were, like, what? As no, big as your arm. Big as my arm. I'm yeah. say, like, four. You know, those classic, uh, like, giant can- alcohol containers you see people, like, walking around the streets in Vegas? You got two. I didn't, I didn't consent to one of them. I'm just going to say that. It was all consumed. I feel bad about wasting alcohol. I'd rather just chug bad alcohol than waste my money. Rule number yeah. one in Vegas, not finish all, <laughs> all you purchase. <laughs> it's la, it's la late. <laughs> and that was only the first night. <laughs> okay, so also in my defense, why did I leave? I think we needed water and I didn't want to pay for like the $5 BGs that they had in the hotel. They do rob you with the food. Do. And then I was like, oh, there's a white castle across the street. Let me go (sighs) check it out. Girl, don't even get me started on salty. God damn it. I'm I'm still I'm still upset. I never got 
I have never had a chance to try White Castle, guys. That's my shame. Whatever. It's fine. I have Whataburger. So what am I really missing? No, ma'am. Does Whataburger have a stoner flick about it? Nope. You know why? Because it's not White Castle. Not the same. If no. Texans can just get their shit together, we will probably have one right now. And you know what? I'm going to have a stoner flick. You think Greg Abbott's going to pull that shit? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> why I'm voting for hashtag Matthew McConaughey 2022. Bro, yes. Thank you. The real governor that we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, we never got a chance to go to a White Castle any day. It was always, one, closed, as with Nola's example, that time she went out. Or when we were out, like when everybody else was open, um, it was full as fuck. Yep. And you know what? Honest to goodness, too. So when I went, I started at the CVS, went right next door to the White Castle because there was a line at 2.33 in the morning. And then when I finally get to the door... They like, it was closed, but I was like, there are people physically inside White Castle eating these burgers and these people won't let me in to just purchase a burger. And it says 24 hours, open 24 hours right here on the sign. What the world? Life is unfair. I was so mad. The fuck are they all? Three or two. <laughs> to feel better. So, still spurned by that. Uh, right behind uh, No Strictus Soleil. And no redo of the foie gras appetizer. So many regrets. Anyways, next day. So me and Nola, we picked up. <laughs> even though we're on vacation, we should be, you know, out of our rooms. Um, me, the TLC, they did, they they did us good. They did us good. <laughs> Yes, we're talking about Vegas, but you know what's almost as good as going to Vegas and getting shit-faced? Laying in a wonderfully comfortable bed with your best girl watching Four Weddings Marathon on TLC. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) That was so great. That's like almost every day we would wake up early. Why, why are we waking up early in the first place? That, that's always confounded me. But two, we will always make sure to have this damn show on and we would stay late in the morning just catching up until the marathon was over. It progressed from like, hey, let's go downstairs and eat breakfast too. Hey, let's get breakfast set up to us so that we can continue watching. That was literally the last day we were there. It was like, I was willing to pay this much damn money. And Lord knows they charged you off the wazoo for room service, which wasn't even good in the last day anyway. But you know what? It was worth it because I got to see the rest of the show. <sighs> My God, those women were brutal. <sighs> what was that girl's name that they were so mean to? I can't remember. You were so bitter about that. Cindy or whatever, because they were so mean and they scored her so wrong. I'm sorry. It's two months now, but I'm still pissed. They were so (laughs) rude about her wedding, her venue and all that. They were so uncanny catty. I understand what you mean. They're just playing the game, but bitch, she won in the end overall. (sighs) I'm just happy that some of my favorite contestants got the justice that they deserve. And there were some people that did not deserve to win. I wish we, I wish I had recorded that moment. In 
what Adi looked like the first time she watched this show. Like Noah legit gave me like CBD tea in the attempt for it to calm me down. And I did not, I did not get calm. I went on like literally a 10 minute rant, even after the episode was over. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's such a good show. (laughs) Why are wedding shows my, uh, why are they my trigger for saying yes to dress now this? (laughs) And again, I'm single. Why? (laughs) Oh my God. That was just waking up. That was just still in the hotel room. By the way, we're in the we are at the Mirage. By the way, if that matters to anybody, it's a hotel on the Strip. It works. There you go. There you go. That's all you really need to know. <laughs> Audie had some classic moments. I'm, okay. Oh, so that was yes, day two, Saturday. Oh, I want to add the other part where it was really cool. My friend just happens to be road tripping from LA to Chicago. Oh yeah, so we're like, gonna mention that. Duh. Was that yeah. the same day? It was the same day. Okay. Sorry. Days just meld together with me. So I can never be sure. Vegas. That's what happens in Vegas. Also, Vegas. you know, being nurses and working night shift for a period of time of our lives. Also- but yeah, your friend came by and who else came by with him? His puppy whiskey. Oh my God. That's who it's off. This is my puppy. <laughs> So day two, so day two was the intention of us having a pool day because how the fuck not? We we deserve it. We deserved it. What kind of sucked was that it was not hot that day. It was like a cool to warm weather, and there's not much sun. So getting in the water was a nightmare, and then getting out was just terrible. I'm very surprised I did not catch a cold. Maybe you caught the COVID, but you just didn't know. Girl, don't say such things. Don't. <laughs> Can't yeah, joke like this. So hard. Like there once I, I had the stomach flu the month before. It's like, I thought I was like, dying. oh my God, is this the COVID? It's like, no, Adi, you, you have a stomach virus. It's fine. <laughs> During my friend's bachelorette. So I felt bad. Ooh. It was like a 24-hour stomach bug. So I was fine afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But everybody was out at that pool that day. It's like, I mean, because there was nothing else to do because, you know, no shows. Oh, and my I think, God. All the families and the children. I don't mind children. It's just, no. So, so many. Vegas is for adults. Thank you. Why would you take your kids to Vegas? Thanks. We met a lot of lovely little babies and kids, and they were cute. So in case, you know, any of our friends. Oh, yeah, like the family right next to us and their sons. They were adorable. But how am I going I mean, to- I mean, whiskey attracted like all the kids. So what'd you expect? You did attract all the kids. Whiskey the dog. I have to say that. I feel like I don't want people to be like, whiskey attracted kids? Who are these parents? Did you even say your friend's name at all? I don't know. I feel like I should. Carlo? But- Carlo. And if he wants us to bleep this out in the future, we can do that. Do you need to bleep out the whole like grinder situation? (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk about that so bad. (laughs) I'm going to say he has to be on this show to talk about that himself. Uh, That sounds like a bonus. So most likely. Okay. Uh, We'll we'll take note of that. 
culture that day. For real, but I did not know. <laughs> oh my gosh. What did oh. we do afterwards that day? Oh, we went to. Okay, so yeah, we got drunk at the pool and then we did a little I bit got of- drunk. You got drunk. I got a little tipsy, but you got drunk. Because I had to drink Carlo's extra margarita because you got a size too big for him. I just assumed he was going to drink it. You assumed wrong. I assumed really. And then going back to the whole, I feel terrible wasting alcohol. Someone had to do it. Yes. Thank you for taking one for the team there. I had to make up for for our first night. But then we drunkenly stumbled over to go watch the Jabberwockies that night, and it was amazing. Despite our limited options, I was very happy to finally have seen Jabberwockies live. I've been dying to see them since like high school when I saw them on America's Best Dance Crew on MTV. I was not in high school at that point; I was a little bit older, just a couple years. But I saw them. That's tight bit. That's my story. I'm sticking to. My God, like they have been such an icon like they were the first winners of the entire series of all they've been doing big things i just wonder who's under those masks now it's like it can't be the same guys it's been over 10 years now been a while i'm sure they have a whole new crew but i need to okay so what was i want to figure out the name of that jabberwocky show um if you guys have a chance to see it it was about them kind of like being uh aliens from outer space and like going through time yes through music. Amazing. Amazing. First of all, song selections overall just made you want to get up in your feet. Not as good as them, of course, but you know, you just got to show your support. Number two, such talented men, just talented flexibility. And creative geniuses. I just and like, like the light show component too. And like them, like dancing in rhythm with the lights. That alone, I was like, a wow fucking factor. Blew my mind. Who thinks of these things? It just, I don't And then just staying on top of that. And then doing that over and over again. I'm getting goosebumps. I really am thinking about it. It was so cool. So cool. Definitely would recommend investing money on the show. It was a good call. And honest to goodness, they were very cheap tickets too. In relation to other things you could be doing in Vegas, they were relatively doable price tickets. I think, though, they probably might be more expensive now that Vegas is officially reopened again. <laughs> ah, fair enough. Right. <laughs> I mean, it could probably be like the same price tickets, but they'll just have more money because it's just more people. It was so cool. And of course, so they serve cool. alcohol and snacks there, too. So you know what? Just to rev yourself up more. Because Vegas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I actually have a Vegas running soundtrack built off of there. Um, their soundtrack, like half of the songs that they had on there. Oh, my- yeah. Forgot that was offered too. Did like, you, you know get a hat? I did. Okay. So I got a hat and what else did I get? Jabberwocky. They were trying to sell me a boombox girl. I almost said yes to it. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> what, what much space do you have left? <laughs> How am I going to get this boombox home? <laughs> They almost had me. They're like, we can ship it to you. I'm like, oh, no hat. hat. <laughs> I mean, at least they're thinking. They tried. They really they tried. Really did. They really did with you. It's like, we were stuck. We were like the last ones there because of you. 
I love the Jabberwocky so much. That's why that's my story. I'm sticking to it. That's perfectly fine. I don't, I, I'm not mad at that. So there. Saturday. What else did we try and do? Okay. We okay. attempted to go to a club because we got all dressed up and cute to go to a club. Boy, mm-hmm. were we, were, I may what? not work in like the clubbing industry, but if you are going to have people like, you know, streamlessly go in and out because of course, and you have a certain capacity, especially with the Rona still out people and you got to separate your regulars with the VIPs and their tables. Can we please have some proper fucking signage? Thank you. God, we were there for about an hour trying to figure out which line we were in the first place. Yes. I, let's call these people out. What, what was the name of this club? Do you remember? I feel like it started with an H. I don't. It, it like during the day. Time, it, it was like, what? Okay. What was the name of the hotel that we were in? We were at MGM, right? With the MGM. Okay. Because so that was where the Jabberwocky show was. So it was all in the same location. So we just like walked essentially across the facility. Yep. And even the people who had purchased VIP tickets didn't know where to go. So initially I got really pissed because I was like, this is stupid. Why are we standing in line to go into this place? And there's no real line. Where is Hakkasan? It was called uh, Hakkasan. Hakkasan. There we go. Which was, a, which is apparently a restaurant that then turns to a club, by the way. So fun fact. Yes. And then my next plan was going to be to just stand in line behind the people who had bought VIP tickets and just follow them in like we didn't know what we were doing to play dumb. That did not work. Yeah, because even they had no idea what the hell was going on. What, one moment, though, like the one silver lining was like that one moment with the guy who came out like in casual wear. And because like it's a dress code to get in, like guys had to lease for like a blazer or something. So his best bro just comes out of nowhere. He's already like dressing sharp. He takes off his blazer and he gives, and he, it, to his, he gives it to his bro. And funny enough, the blazer alone like completed his look. Like it elevated it. I was like, about these two dudes because guy number one who had the blazer originally was kind of scrawny-ish. Guy number two had some muscles. Mm. So I was like, I'm not going to work. But it fit perfectly. It was like, because... It was like, this is like the, it's like a sweet moment of bromance while you're impatiently waiting in line. And like, there's even applause is going on because one, what else are we doing? <laughs> but two, it was like super sweet. But seriously, <laughs> that blazer elevated his look. Like how the hell? I fell in love with him. I fell in love with both of them at that moment, just because I was like, that's how you do it. People, that's how friends treat friends. Yes. Good. Bar your clothes. When they need get to the clubs. If they ever even got in the first place, I still wonder. Like, yeah, we were not we're, we were not going to pay how many fucking dollars for a table. Yeah, there was that group in front of us that was like, "Hey, we could do a VIP table if you two want, and it's two hundred and fifty bucks per person." A table? No. no. Do you know how many more foie gras I could have gotten? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, right? Thanks From there on. Me and Nola accepted our old age and just like fucking left because <laughs> screw this. <laughs> we have a wonderfully comfortable bed back in the hotel. We're done for tonight. We are Nigerian princesses. We do not 
have to deal with this sort of mess. We did as much dancing as we could during the Jabberwockies show, we, so we were done. Yeah, that was so much fun. I was so upset though because I had like this cute top, Ankara top that showed up enough cleavage, which I rarely do willingly. So that was a wasted effort. Scout night, like we really thought about these outfits. We really did. We planned for that to be our tits out moment, essentially. Basically, only to wait in line for an hour for something that was very unorganized. It's all right. I'm a piece of that. Next day. Next day. <laughs> First off, once more, we're watching more four, four weddings because we learned our lesson this time. We ordered. <laughs> we're not going to miss an episode. <laughs> yeah. So, with so fun note, I'm not sure if it's changed since the Vegas has been fully opened up, but at the Mirage, they don't actually have room service when we were there. Instead, they have a restaurant where you could order a select number from their menus uh, for breakfast and lunch or whatever. So you could still like call down and can have it come up to your room or you can at least like reserve your table. And it, it, it had the added feature, like once you reserve your table, you can then like get like a, a timer on your phone to see like when your table should be ready. So like by the time I was like, oh, we have like five minutes left. Let's just start going down. So more time to procrastinate on our end. That was nice. That was cool. That was great. That was great. That was a nice feature. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Breakfast was always good. I was always happy with breakfast. Breakfast when we were there or like took to go was great. Breakfast for like that room service option, that sucked. So it was confusing when we were first there because we, I saw there were like two different menus. There was like the one, if you do the room service option, which is like the one where you actually go to the restaurant. And if you go to the restaurant, you get the full menu. If you do the room service, it was like different. It was like less options and they weren't the ones that I really wanted. So I felt gypped. Yeah, that was, yeah. I think hopefully they fixed that. I think that might've been just a relic of COVID Vegas. And I hope that staffing and all that jazz too. So they can only make so much, but still. We're making excuses for you, Mirage. We're saving your asses. Fine. And giving you free publicity. So (laughs) where's my free room next time? That'd be (laughs) cool. (laughs) That'd be nice. So that day we were like scrambling to find something else to do that night. Oh, that reminds me because I really wanted to go see the um, drag brunch, but they were, you know, since there were only like five shows going on in Vegas at that point, they were totally out. So we didn't. But get also to- we're from Houston. So we have plenty of opportunities for drag brunch. So it was a loss, but, but it's not the end of our lives. Race, man. Like I saw Jara Sophia up on that picture, and I was like, oh, I can see her live. Oh so my you God. watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I think you still get into that. Have There's you not? Too- I not yet. There's so much TV content out there. Uh, 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 oh. And also, I just go, go ahead, just expose my weebness, which I already did with Nico's episode. I've been watching anime for the past two years, so I've been like deep diving on so much content. When you decide you want to watch it, can you please come over here? Because I also want to record that moment. <laughs> please. please. 
There are 13 seasons, though. What? Five seasons of the All-Stars, and then there's, like, the background show. That's so much commitment. I'm just caught up with America's Next Top Model. Only, like, 80% of it. That's Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Oh, God. (laughs) It's right up there for me with Golden Girls. It's, like, one of those 45-minute episodes, too, aren't they? Yeah, it's going to take a hot ass moment. <laughs> like, I want to go see this drag brunch because basically, like, a half of the cast of, like, seasons one through five of RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, And again, there is a RuPaul's Drag Race show in Vegas, which, of course, was not <laughs> open. Yeah, that I really wanted to see. And hopefully they will reopen that. Hopefully. Hopefully. I'm so surprised that Kelly Clarkson now has shows in Vegas. Are they doing that for sure? Because when I checked, I'm too, not. Sh- I'm not sure. I was so surprised I saw Kelly Clarkson and Gwen Stefani posters yeah. when we were there, and Shania Twain. Good for Shania, right? And then the one I wish I could afford to go, but he's already been there, done that. That was all this past weekend. Bruno Mars. I know. I for- I forgot that was this week, but those tickets were like five hundred, six hundred a pop. I like, mean, it's Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. I th- if I, then again, I, I got lucky. I got to see Bruno Mars for like twenty bucks at the Houston Rodeo, so I'm set. It was like early Bruno too. What? Thanks, Tabia. If you listen out there, thanks, girl. <laughs> <laughs> this is when people start popping off. This is where I'm gonna have to say I'm putting it out there. I could use a sugar daddy who would like to plop down some serious cash for me to see Bruno Mars in the near future. I would love. Is you that forever. the main purpose of sugar daddy? Yes, it's going to be the only purpose of the sugar. Oh, thanks. It's going to be a short-term deal. Cool. <laughs> I will love you forever if you can get me to Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? What else did we do that day? Oh, okay. So we met. What's his face? Okay. We went to this ridiculous variety show that night. <laughs> like, oh, my God. That was, was so that- much fun. Really fun. It was like the, it was like a random thing we chose because like what the fuck else are we gonna do in Vegas? What else could we do? And it was cute. There were no women in it though. I think we realized. I, re- that. I, I okay. Yeah, yeah. In terms of diversity, not many women entertainers on, on that one. But I feel like this is worth noting too because actually it was a really cute show. So I'm going to see if I can find the name of this. Was it in the Paris Hotel? Also, Variety. Do you have that information readily available? Mm, I'm not sure it was Paris. It was like, what was the one right next door to it? Bali? Maybe it was Bali. But it was really fun. I thought it was going to be cheesy as hell because, you know, a variety show. Off, off. Well, it's on the strip, but... But it was actually very, very enjoyable. Right. You know what's also very enjoyable? That mm. rest that backup restaurant we went to since we couldn't get into Ramsey Burger. Yes. Best chicken fingers ever. Thank you. That's because <gasps> I remember that because I was we were eating some of your leftover fingers at the show. <laughs> <laughs> which again i still fight for the fact that it's best served warm but what oh yeah by the way um mirage does not have a microwave in their anywhere. rooms that fucking sucks. even anywhere accessible to the public but nah <laughs> nah but anyways uh so it was i think were we in planet planet hollywood 
I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Cause I think I sent you, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I will find it. I will find it. And, um, they variety show in my Google. It was super cute. And the host was adorable. Was I wish so I could. Fun. It was super, super fun. Okay. It was called V, the ultimate variety show in the V theater at the Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood. Very go. So worth it. It was, it was so worth it. Cute. It was super cute. It made me laugh. Like each act that just came on, it's like you just had to cheer for them. It's like they were just work, they were trying their hardest. And I was just, I was so inspired. They really, they really were. And I want to say, I feel like did they imply that they did not shut down during COVID? Was I'm not other? sure. I'm not sure about that. Mm. But it was good. So if you guys have something you if you have a free Sunday night and don't know what you want to do with yourself, V, the variety show at the V Theater. <laughs> oh my gosh uh and that restaurant i cannot remember the name of it but it's like when you are like if you are attempting to wait in line for um ramsey burger and you realize you don't have an hour and a half to be in line yeah an hour and a half just to wait in line to put your name in the, in the books yeah there is a restaurant like like right next door to it it's like a hollywood theme because it has like it has wall to wall photos like different like actors and celebrities and stuff. It seems kind of, like a little simple, a little basic, but you know what? The food slapped, and they are known for these like like co- sweet panko coconut crusted chicken fingers. Which oh my god, so good! It had no right to be that mesmerizing, but by God, that first bite. If all, that that those chicken fingers served warm was a n- close number two to best food we had in Vegas. Nothing, nothing could beat the foie gras, but this tried. It really it was tried. a close number two. It was a close number two. Oh, we are very impressed. We went. We were so impressed. We went back again for more. <laughs> <laughs> because again, Ramsey Burger was so long. Damn Ramsey and your iconic notoriety. We love you though. We love the content that you give us. What else yeah. did we do? What else did we do? Oh, okay. So we had our crazy days and on the strip. Oh, Sunday, we also went to our first Korean spa. Korean and- spa day. Yes. Y'all, I'm a convert. Okay. Uh, let's educate some people because even I like. I'm still new to the concept of Korean spas until then. And I suddenly go to Gondon Spa in Houston. Well, there's another one in Houston, by the way, that I now go to also. Yeah, my friends told me about that one. Spa World? Yeah. Amazing also. And there's also Spa Castle in Dallas. I've heard about that one and I might be road tripping up there. <laughs> Girl, just... let me know. Anyways, Kore- Korean spas. <sighs> Let's just say if you are very conservative and feel very self-conscious about being naked with other naked people of the same se- same gender, of course, separate apart. 
uh, assigned. That. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you identify as. Need to be clear. Uh, mm-hmm. Then this may not be your thing. It should be your thing because you should be comfortable with your body. And, you know, a naked body is a naked body. We're all beautiful. So like, the, so it's separated out. So men and women are separated. Like basically the areas where you just have to be naked. So the showers, the pools, the hot tubs and jacuzzis, the baths, the saunas, the steam rooms, the massage areas, you're going to be separated out. You're going to be naked. It's perfectly fine. And then they give you, like when you're also admitted there too, they give you like basically like casual, like loungewear, like a t-shirt and some shorts. So once you go up to the next floor, it's like a more communal area. So everybody is there. That's where like all like, I guess the best way I say is like stone rooms. It's like the jade room or like the salt room and all that where you just lay there and you just literally just take a nap. You can do, I mean, you could kill some serious hours there. So they really could. It's like the first time I'd gone over there, right? And I was, and I think we were there for what, three, four hours, but we could about so been there all day and I think I would have been fine with it like we could have like like the general stuff like whatever you pay for it was like 40 ish bucks give or take that's where like all the amenities provided and then you pay additional if you want additional things like you want like a massage or a facial or or a body treatment and all that jazz which we did (laughs) we We did it was good Unfortunately, the restaurant was closed during this time. Hopefully it opens at some point. But yeah, Korean spas also have provide food too, like actual filling food. Just it it was amazing and it was a game changer. And it, it was, was so just, relaxing. It was so very relaxing. I'm glad you brought that up. And I'm glad you were like, we need to go because ever I'm since happy that- we even found one in the first place. Like we were just like talking about it on the fly. It was like, <laughs> oh, here, look, it's like the outskirts away from the strip. Because I was not going to pay an arm and a leg for hotel spa treatment in Vegas with resort fees. Good at all. It would not have been worth it. Mm. I mean, it would have been nice, but not for that price. And you don't know scrub down until you have gotten a scrub. Oh my God. I felt like, I have we always been this dirty? Girl. (laughs) I was like, are you trying to apply something? I'm pretty sure I would raw at some point like my butt side was all proper like with like the with the like the package that we did like the first thing they did was like they scrubbed us down and i was like every time i'm looking it's like is this my dirt it's like oh no it's like some sort of clay mixture part of it it's like i was concerned (laughs) i was like i because you have to take a shower before you enter and with each activity you do you still got to take a shower in between because you know cleanliness and the rona i was like did i not clean my ass enough but bro when they scrubbed you they scrubbed you like like literally almost every crevice was not left unturned <laughs> i'm like i don't know you this well ma'am I know. I don't, I don't really know what to do with myself right now. But, I'm but dude, excited. our skins were so soft after all that. I was like, it was worth it. So worth it. So like, so baby That's soft. And then there was the um the um, clay wrap. Yes, the clay wrap. Oh my gosh. Which came with a facial massage too. 
Yes. I was so confused because I got like an, an additional facial add-on on top of like the package that you and I did. So I thought, was that it? Did I, am I, did I really pay all this money, like additional, like hundred bucks for this? I mean, it's nice, but not a hundred dollars. Nice. So that, okay, I guess we're done. And we're also getting hungry at this point too. So like by this point, Nola and I, we were done. We were dressed. We're ready to go. We'll get into that part in a little bit. And then right where we're trying to find a ride back to the strip, which is when we're going to get the next set of chicken strips, by the way. Um, the musician <laughs> comes out. It's like, oh, ma'am, we still need to do your facial. It's like, oh, no. Oh, I'm already dressed. Like, Thank I'm already you. ready to go. Thankfully, <laughs> they refunded me that part. I appreciate that. Really awesome of them. Oh, let's name this place so we can give them credit. Imperial Spa. Girl, I remember. Imperial Spa. Imperial Spa. But here is what we're going to warn y'all about. Like, getting to the spa, it was a little confusing because it was kind of, like, hidden. So it took us a while to find, like, in the back roads where it really was. Outside, it did look kind of sketch. I'm not going to lie. Inside, it's worth it. It is worth it. But the issue was getting back into the strip because it's like cabs and ride chairs just didn't exist outside the strip. I mean, their excuse was, you know, the city's reopening. So all of our cabs are at the strip right now. I'm I'm just going to go ahead and just say this. Um, A lot of people have lost their jobs or need additional income since the pandemic. And a popular option was rideshare so why mm. during this time when more people are turning to rideshare more often why was it so hard and so limited to be out of the strip and get anything it took us like over 40 minutes to land something like how many cab companies not not uber not lyft cab companies in the plural sense that we had to call just to lock down a cab driver. Oh, I called three or four and they were all like, well, it's going to be about an hour. And this was not very far. It was maybe like two or three miles from the strip, right? About I don't, so. Yeah. And Even like Lyft and Uber, it's like there was like, initially when we tried looking, I was like, there was like none close by or they would cancel. It's like, yep. yeah, we were not that far. Is that a decent walking distance for our wimpy ass American legs? I'm sorry. It is what it is. But still. At the spa treatment. I'm not trying to work out after a good massage. We got scrubbed down. We're not going to ruin this sweat free baby, baby ass smooth lifestyle we're vibing with now. But yeah, after like 40 minutes. We finally were able to get like an Uber back into the strip. My God. I won't lie for a little bit. Like while we were standing outside waiting, I was like, I feel like a prostitute. <laughs> a little sketchy. It was, was- it was kind of sketchy. Dude, yeah. Outside the strip. Oh my God. It's like, it's so weird being in, out around Vegas outside the strip. Yeah. Like if you're not like in the rich part of Vegas or like outside Vegas with the rich mansions and all that, or in the strip, it's very, it's kind of deserted. Yeah, kind of ghetto. 
<laughs> so maybe that's why they don't want to come over here. That's why it's never advertised. I think what the heck does the money not go back into the entire city? So like how money is the politics and how money managed in like Las Vegas and Nevada is like, that's why I still think about Tuesdays. Like, what do we do? Where's money going to just, just going back to the system. I, I assume it never leaves the strip. Hello. Hold on. Audie froze. Hello. Hello. Hi. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I'm back. I've returned to you. Frozen and a beautiful voice. Thank you all for joining me on this week's episode of Your Odyssey Awaits. As promised, I listed the resources and recommendations down in the description of each episode of the podcast to serve as a guide for your future travel planning. Now, if you want to commit to a weekly dose of sage advice with a side of chuckles, you are welcome to subscribe to the podcast on your preferred directory. And hey, if you have a friend or family member that needs that extra push to kickstart their wanderlust, feel free to share this podcast with them. No need to keep me a secret. All right, my bold and beautiful wanderers, the adventure continues next week. Get some needed rest until then and be prepared for whatever nonsense comes our way. <laughs> <laughs>